Alright, alright, alright. Peace and love, family. What's going on? It is your boy, Mario Quinn, and we are here with yet another Level Up podcast. This is episode 31, and I must say I'm really excited. It's not a very beautiful Monday. Uh, The weather is a little uh, crappy right now, but I'm excited for the guests that we have uh, on our show today. Uh, We have uh, Joshua Stewart and Aaron McKinnon uh, of the Phase 4 Learning Center, also known as the Best Buy Teen Tech Center. Um, so really excited to have these guys on the show. Thank you so much for being on the show today, uh, guys. Uh, how are you feeling today? Doing good. How about you? <laughs> yeah. I'm doing fantastic. I just ate some chicken, so I feel much better now. That's what's up, man. Thanks for having us down here. Absolutely. Well, let's roll right into it. Don't want to waste anyone's time. Thank you, everyone who uh, is tuning in on our Facebook Live, who's tuning in on my personal page, and anyone that's listening to uh, this podcast um, on Google Podcasts or Spotify or anything like that. We appreciate you uh, for tuning in and supporting the Level Up podcast. Uh, but let's get right into it. So the first question I, I want to ask is just kind of um, quick introductory uh, of who you are um, and uh, what it is that you, uh, what exactly it is that you do at the uh, Best Buy Teen Tech Center um, under the Phase Four uh, Learning Center. All right. So uh, the Best Buy Teen Tech Center is after school program that focuses on multimedia technology, everything from music production, video production, web design, graphics. We have a full maker space. Uh, you name it. It's a place where where access really meets opportunity for our young people, mm-hmm. um, and it gives them opportunity to. Uh, become technologically fluent so to speak okay cool and the phase four uh yeah my name is josh uh i'm the assistant coordinator at the teen tech center i'm also a teacher at phase four learning center so uh part of what we do at phase four is uh, alternative education uh, for youth that have been removed from their school for behavior reasons they will come to us uh, to receive their education you know, so we're, we're working with kids that, you know, their districts have kind of given up on them. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, they're kind of getting their last chance with Phase 4 Learning Center. Okay. And in turn, you know, we've changed a lot of lives. Uh, you know, just for example, at our East Liberty location this year, we're going to be graduating 10 seniors. Oh, cool. And that's 10 kids that, without Phase 4 Learning Center, may have dropped out of school or fell into a bad lifestyle. Mm -hmm. But because of phase four and the programs we have, they have the opportunity to graduate this year. Dope. That's excellent. Excellent work, guys. Well, um, I did notice, like, uh, 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 Aaron, you talked a little bit more about the teen tech aspect. And then when we got to Josh, you said, you know, you said something phase four in phase four. Can you talk about the relationship between the two a little bit? Okay, so uh, Phase 4 is, is the Best Buy Teen Tech Center's CBO. That's a community-based organization. Mm-hmm. Um, all teen tech centers um, have to have one. Okay. Uh, and 
we're also part of the Clubhouse Network. Okay. Right. So the Clubhouse Network is uh, it, w- it was founded at Boston, I mean MIT, um, in the Boston Museum of Science. It's about a hundred clubhouses, team tech centers, over twenty countries. So mm-hmm. it's, it's really a global organization. Okay. Um, it's the only one that's located in the state of Pennsylvania. But in order to to have one, you have to have a community-based organization, which is Phase Four. Okay. So Phase Four is the team tech center is a program. Of phase four. Okay, so it's basically like t- the Teen Tech Center has to have a home base in order to yeah. provide the programming or whatever. Okay, that makes sense. That makes sense. I was just a- asking for myself, and you know, some people might be like, I don't get it, you know. Um, so, uh, uh, Josh, you talked about uh, being a teacher. I've worked in schools uh, for a few years now, and I've met a lot of uh, teachers here in Pittsburgh, and you know, I must say it's a lot of work, right? So, how do you? Um, are there any challenges in that? How do you find um, the time to like invest not only into you know making sure you have lesson plans together, your you know your grades and all that together, but then you're also you know taking time out of your schedule um, to to uh, you know do programming uh, for this? Like how how does that look? Like is, is that difficult for you or? Uh, well, I mean you you have to have a passion for kids mm-hmm. and and helping kids. You know, um, as I mentioned before, the the kids we have are here with phase four because of behavior challenges Mm -hmm. so you know it it just comes from uh, dedication to to kids Mm -hmm. you know you should get the teacher of the year award (laughs) (laughs) no 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 right right right. you deserve it you know it's it's a juggling act Mm -hmm. but um you know people don't become teachers uh to get rich Mm -hmm. by any means right you know, you have to you have to want to help kids. Right. Uh, you have to find a way to relate to kids, mm-hmm. and you know, you have to earn their trust. Mm-hmm. That's the the first thing you have to do with the kids we work with is earn their trust, mm-hmm. because uh, when you dig into their home life and, and out of school time, mm-hmm. uh, it's amazing that some of these kids even come to school. Right, because life's real. Life's yeah, real. Absolutely. absolutely. And how are you going to teach a kid about history that may not have ate last night mm. or may not know where she's sleeping mm. when she gets home, okay. you know? Yeah. So, I mean, you, you have to kind of step back, meet their basic needs, mm-hmm. and and then proceed with, with trying to educate them. Okay. But, um, you know, something like the Best Buy Teen Tech Center, it, it's a great opportunity for all kids. Mm-hmm. It's a safe after-school space. You come in, people generally care about you, mm-hmm. care how your day is going. <laughs> and, uh, you know, if you get to learn some cool stuff while you're there, that's great. Mm-hmm. If you want to sit and talk about life, we can do that. Right. If you need help with your homework, bring it on, right. you know. We can do that. Right. So it, it's just a, a great space for, for kids to come and, and you know. You don't have to be a, a tech genius mm-hmm. to, to come to the Best Buy Teen Tech Center. You know, you just have to have uh, some drive and a willingness to mm-hmm. learn and try new things. Mm-hmm. And uh, if you have those two things, we, we got the spot for you. Sweet, sweet. You heard him. You heard him, family. Yeah. Well, 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 anywho, um, on this show, one of the things, you know, I really try to um, focus on is you, you mentioned passion and like that reason why, um, you know, you have to be a certain type of person to get into the type of work that we do. Um, can you talk a little bit about um, that trajectory? How did you get into this work? Where? How did that um, kind of why or that reason come to play, um, you know, when it comes to doing this work? And kind of talk a little bit of just about your background and how you got to where you are uh, today. Both of you can answer that question if that's okay. 
Okay. So um, I know for me, uh, I've been with the Clubhouse Network uh, for about 14 years. Okay. So I've been doing this work with youth. Um, and it's really about focusing on like the relationships, mm. right? That's the uh, that's the beauty between Phase Four and the Best Buy Team Tech Center is that we focus on relationships mm-hmm. with the individual participants mm-hmm. um, that come in, so that it is more than just like an after school program. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I mean, you can come in and do some dope creative things uh, with the technology, but at the same time, it has a home feel, mm-hmm. like uh, and base to it. Um, and really, that's what drives me mm-hmm. personally. Is being able to make those connections and build those relationships. Make those connections, build those relationships, and see, like, the progression from day one to, mm-hmm. you know, four years later when you get ready to graduate and then still continue that mentoring relationship mm-hmm. afterwards. Right, right. So, beautiful. Beautiful. Josh? <laughs> <laughs> well, I, I became a teacher uh, for two reasons, um, to coach baseball and to have summers off. Okay, I, <laughs> that's fair. I, I do neither one. I work all year round, right. and I don't coach baseball. But uh, like Aaron said, it, it's the relationship with the kids. Mm-hmm. You know, when when you can get a kid to to realize that, or you know, when that when I say that light bulb goes off in their head mm-hmm. where they realize that, yeah, school's important. Yes, I have to finish. Uh, I should probably have a plan for my future. Mm-hmm. That that's the most rewarding part about mm-hmm. the work we do. You know, when when kids finally realize what you've been telling them for years, right, you know, right. get school done, let, let's get a future plan. And when you can ex- see the excitement in their eyes about a bright future ahead of them when they step out our doors, that that's that's what drives me every day. Right. And I think that's really important is like them feeling like they can do it because a lot of those pressures that you were talking about before, whether that's at home or, you know, outside of school, it's like, a lot of that, you know, kind of feeds that idea that they can't do something that they put their mind right. to. And it's, it's really dope, um, you know, that you guys are doing that work in order to say, hey, we believe in you. You need to believe in yourself. You can do this. You can accomplish this. So that's really, really dope. So can you um, kind of touch on, I know you guys didn't go into much detail of, uh, of exactly what it is that you guys offer there. Can you talk about um, the, the the key programs that are really important to you um, and just the different, like, because when I took the tour, I was, like, so amazed. Like, I was like, wow, they have all this, like, really cool equipment. You, you, and, and teens can do a lot of really, really cool uh, projects. They just don't, you know, like you said, some some people may not know about it. Um, you know, you, you got your learn and earn kids. But um, can you talk about and let the people know exactly you know, what they can expect outside of that obvious, um, you know, warm, welcome, family, trust, and all that, um, just when it comes down to the technology. Can you talk about that a little bit? Okay, so, yeah. so from the technology standpoint, um, if you're interested in music, there's a full music studio mm-hmm. um, and recording booth. We have a green screen room where you can shoot um, videos, take photography. Uh, we have a ton of cameras, um, 3D printers, uh, all of our computers are fully stocked with the latest Adobe Suites. Hmm. Um, we've got Cintiq, Wacom, tablets for graphic design. We have maker spaces. Um, we have programs that are centered around career pathways. So if you're interested in taking something that you do for fun and getting some funds off it. Mm, fun for funds. <laughs> yeah, funds for funds. We'll show you how to bring swag back to STEM. Right, right. right? And so um, we have partnerships with Google. Uh, in IT networking. Mm-hmm. Uh, we have partnerships with Carnegie Mellon and mm-hmm. the National Robotics Engineering Center in the Smarter Program. Mm-hmm. Um, we have partnerships, uh, of course, with Best Buy. Um, so there's really a smorgasbord of options 
um, that you can take part of when you come down from shooting a music video to learning how to design a video game mm -hmm. to learning how to hammer a nail mm. into some wood if right if you so choose to so really it's just about again like creating access and opportunity and making it all available for the youth of the community mm -hmm. now i know a big a big piece of of what you do too is like the the empowerment of uh, the teens by way of like also offering like working opportunities. Josh, can you kind of talk about, uh, you know, the employment opportunities that you guys have in place um, for the, like, especially for summer? Uh, yeah. Uh, every summer phase four learning center is part of the learn and earn program. Uh, learn and earn is a partnership between the city of Pittsburgh, uh, Allegheny County and partner for work, which is the local workforce investment board. And it's a uh, basically a, a summer work experience for teens 14 to 21. Um, we are one of the contractors for Learn and Earn. Mm -hmm. And it's our job to go around Allegheny County and the city and find companies that are willing to take on some kids for the summer mm -hmm. to work. You know, like I said, it goes from ages 14 to 21. Uh, kids make seven twenty-five an hour. Uh, they can work up to twenty-five hours a week, and they also get a weekly bus pass while they're in the program, so oh, they can get cool. back and forth to work. <coughs> uh, before youth go out to work, uh, they go through twelve hours of work readiness training, mm -hmm. where we teach soft skills. Um, you know what goes into a resume. You know tips on how to get up for work mm -hmm. and be on time. Mm -hmm. um, we even go into financial literacy, networking, uh, looking for a job, mm -hmm. future plans, goal setting. Wow, that sounds like all the you stuff know. that needs to be in schools. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah. Uh, work readiness, it, it's, a, it's a buzzword mm -hmm. uh, lately. Mm -hmm. And uh, the Learn and Earn program offers you 12 hours of it before you go out to work. Mm -hmm. And you get an $87 stipend for completing the 12 hours. Right. So uh, Learn and Earn is a great opportunity. Uh, for kids, I've had wonderful feedback mm -hmm. uh, through the years about how relieved parents were that mm -hmm. their kids were out and working, and it took a lot of stress off the parents when uh, back-to-school shopping came around. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm, you know, mm -hmm. these kids had some of their own money to buy uh, some clothes for the right, upcoming school, school years. Right. Uh, this is my fifth year of working f with Learn and Earn. Uh, it's a stressful program for right. me, but... Uh, <laughs> It's definitely worth it, mm -hmm. you know. It gives kids a a great opportunity for your, you know, what could be your first job experience, right. uh, something to put on your resume. Dope, dope. Guys do great work, man. I can't say I can't say it enough. Yeah. Um, so you heard it, family. Uh, there's opportunities for young people to work, opportunities for young people to learn and gain experiences that they've never um, uh, have have had ex access to. So uh, definitely reach out to these guys for sure. Um, and so there's a lot of positive things. Um, I kind of want to talk a little bit about because life is real for everyone. Um, what are what are some challenges? You know, I know everything every day isn't perfect. Um, what are some challenges uh, that you have seen or are seeing um, in the work that you guys do? Mm. Um, okay, so for me, I, I noticed uh, maybe a, what you would call a great sense of, uh, how do I put this? I don't say like lack of apathy. Mm. You, you know, um, because a lot of our kids come from a certain background, mm -hmm. um, it's hard to sometimes reach them, 
to say, hey, let's work on uh, some scratch coating, you mm. know, or, or let's do some raspberry pie, or work with these Arduinos, or right, right. something like that. Sometimes you don't even want to do that. You just want to come in and just vibe out and go to the studio. Mm, right. So keeping youth engaged in meaningful projects and mm -hmm. bringing it all together is something that has uh, sometimes been a challenge. Mm -hmm. Like, how do you tell a meaningful story with video game software? Right, right, you right. Know, it's easy to go in the studio and make a rap, mm -hmm. right? Or it's easy to take a, uh, pick up a camera and shoot um, video. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. But you sometimes using some of the other technology, how do you tell that meaningful story mm -hmm. and make it socially conscious? Right. Which is a big a big thing that's going on. Right. I can I can only imagine like how do you do that with like coding and stuff? Like, yeah, like yeah, 3D crazy. print. Right. You know what I'm saying? Justice for right, like a 3D print yeah. fist. Yeah, 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 <laughs> Outside yeah, of that, right? Yeah, that's real talk though. Mm -hmm. right. Cool. What about you, Josh? Um, well, from uh, the Phase Four side, you know, being that we deal with uh, a lot of kids with behavior issues, mm -hmm. you know, mm -hmm. just trying to get kids to, to realize that the, the sooner they can control themselves mm. the sooner that outside people will stop trying to control you mm. you know that's why I, I always deep. tell kids that are on probation you know if you could just control yourself you wouldn't have a PO trying to control what you do every mm. day mm. you know just trying you know self-awareness self-accountability mm -hmm. that's a big thing lacking uh, with with kids today that I see mm -hmm. uh, from the teen tech center side uh, what I see with a lot of kids is just a lack of self-confidence mm -hmm. you know and that's why those, those relationships are important because like we're, we are the ones as, the adults are the ones that help build that you know what I mean yeah. Yeah. you know if you're a young kid listening you got to learn to sell yourself mm -hmm. because uh, adults can only help you for for so long mm -hmm. and then they're they're out of the picture you have to learn to sell yourself mm -hmm. and you know be proud of what you do you know nobody's perfect mm -hmm. no mm -hmm. one expects perfection just be proud of yourself and and don't be afraid to show it mm -hmm. yeah and um a lot of what we do is help install that confidence mm -hmm. as well so is it may be it may be difficult for somebody to come in who's never uh, been in the studio before to get on the mic or mm -hmm. try to make mm -hmm. a beat or if somebody's not a painter to pick up you know a canvas and and start drawing or dancing for that mm -hmm, matter, right? mm -hmm, so um i always tell the kids i'll never actually do anything i wouldn't do mm. so a lot of it is a learning opportunity for us as well as right. staff because we jump right in and learn from them mm -hmm. a lot of times in the field that they like mm -hmm. like I, I knew nothing about half the stuff that was in there when i first started out mm -hmm. it was the youth that showed me really because you know, sometimes you just gotta sit down pull up a chair and say what are you working on oh how'd you do that mm. And then they'll show you that installs that confidence, and right. then maybe they work with somebody else. Mm -hmm, so mm -hmm. you just gotta jump right in. Mm -hmm. Very dope, very dope. So you know, it's one of the things that I try to do, especially in, the, in in mentoring and stuff, is like try to instill like a sense of entrepreneurship um, in our in our students and like just our staff in general. Like I always tell them, I always remind my staff, like. Yo, y'all are independent contractors, like your class, your service, whatever you do here, that's your baby. And I want you to treat it that way, you know, and I try to instill that. How do you guys or or do you guys kind of instill a sense of entrepreneurship through um, what the students learn um, at the Teen Tech Center? Like, do you do you do you show them like, hey, this is how you could, you know, not only, you know, take this audio recording and package it and, and put it out there and distribute it. Or, you know, this is how you can um, take these skills you're learning from uh, video and, and, you know, get yourself a camera and, and start doing freelance and stuff like that. Do you have um, anything like that in place? 
Yeah, entrepreneurial spirit is at the heart of what we do. Mm-hmm. Um, because we have all this amazing technology mm-hmm. that's professionally grade. So right. if I'm not trying to, sh- if I'm not teaching you what to do to make money off this, mm-hmm. then I'm failing. Right, you, right? period. I'm failing you. So um, if you like art, you like graphic design, I'll show you ways how to turn that into making some money. Mm-hmm. If you like shooting videos and taking pictures, then I turn, I show that in ways how you can say, maybe do senior portraits for somebody mm-hmm, mm-hmm. or uh, shoot a wedding mm. or any of that but really it's about marketing yourself mm-hmm. and that's what we, that's what we always tell you tell the youth is you got to learn how to market yourself you got to know how to sell, sell yourself mm-hmm. um create a package for yourself mm-hmm. um josh does a wonderful job with like the work readiness aspect as far as um what, like youth getting in the hot seat mm-hmm. um doing mock interviews and really just building that confidence mm-hmm. if, you, if you don't have the confidence to step out on your own or to do anything, mm-hmm. then you're not going to do it. Right. Period. Right. So that's that real thing. Right. Yeah. <clears throat> to me, you know, to be an entrepreneur, you you got you got to know how to hustle. Mm. You know, hustle. You got you got to go out and oh, get it. Right. Period. <laughs> and you know that that all goes back into self confidence, being able to control yourself, mm-hmm. soft that's skills. Cool. Right. You know that that all ties into to what we do mm-hmm. uh, yeah. at the Teen Tech Center. And being able to finish the product. Yes. Right? So there's a lot of kids that come and they work mm-hmm. on something and jump to something else. And that's cool because you're getting exposure mm-hmm. to different aspects of technology. But if you really want to get in that entrepreneurial spirit, mm-hmm. you got to learn how to finish the project. Right. That's that's a big thing. It's like finishing your task, yeah. like completing a task. Like I, I forgot I was wa- I was like watching something, some probably some Gary Vee mm-hmm. or something like that. And he was like, you got to <laughs> know to c- complete the task. And it's so important because it's like when you – when you start something and then or like it's like, like even an idea, for example, uh, let's say I want to be an entrepreneur or, you know, and I'm a young person who wants to be an entrepreneur. It's like I, I'm like, all right, I'm going to start a T-shirt business. And then like I kind of see how, what it takes to start this T-shirt business and I kind of let it fizzle away. And I'm like, all right, I'm going to start a podcast, you know, then I'm going to start, you know, and a lot of times and this goes for adults, too. It's like it's so important to like like focus on that you know what i mean like wait it out don't don't and and don't expect it to be instant gratification either because a lot i I know young people you know they operate off that a lot of times they like what i want to see results immediately and it's like it's important for them to understand like yo this is a journey and the process is that part of it is the fun part you'll realize that not not the end goal the pro like what it took for you to get to the end goal is what you're going to remember more than the end goal and so yeah I feel that. So, um, did you guys have anything else to add on that topic at all? If not, I'm going to keep it moving. (laughs) All right. So, uh, I kind of want to get into uh, my silly question that I always ask everybody just to kind of lighten it up a little bit. Um, And so, you know, one of the things I ask everybody is like, what kind of think of it like a pet peeve? I just word it differently. Um, I say, what's your biggest no no? But think of it like a pet peeve. But try to think of it uh, from the aspect of uh, your field. And, and your work um, um so yeah josh and aaron what is your biggest no-no mm. <laughs> biggest no-no at least for the youth coming down all right so mine if, if you're walking into this creative space is to be closed-minded mm. all right so i mean i understand everybody isn't going to come in knowing how to be a, how, how to do everything and be tech savvy mm-hmm. and I don't fully expect you to 
but I but but what I encourage you to do is to have an open mind and mm-hmm. to try it. Mm-hmm. All right. So even if it's not something that you like doing, try it. You mm-hmm. never know. You might get good at it. You might learn it, and it may be something that's going to take you to the next level mm-hmm. unless you just try it and have a, have an open mind and try. Mm-hmm. Or that it might spark a whole new idea. Like oh, yeah. you know what I'm saying? Like you like oh I I like I liked some of the aspects of this, but this is th- I think this was missing from it. What if we did this and then you got something completely new? Yeah, you know what I mean. Yeah. So when we generally get new members, what we have is we have a uh, these things called spark cards. Right? Mm-hmm. So there's different activities or projects on these cards, like a deck of cards. Um, and I flip them over and say, pick a card in the card. Mm-hmm. And say somebody pick one, and they may say, um, take a picture into Photoshop and manipulate it. Mm-hmm. Or it, it, it may say, design a board game. Um, and you may not want to do that, but I always encourage you to think outside the box and freak it to make it your own. Mm-hmm. So, that, so that you try something different, or I pair somebody up, mm-hmm. and you pair your project that you got in your spark card with your project and, mm. now, and now y'all collaborating right. making something right right and now you may not like the stuff on yours but like the stuff on his mm. he may not like the stuff on his but like the stuff on yours mm. but now y'all working together and y'all can kind of help, help, e- help each other fill yeah. those blanks in too right exactly makes sense makes sense boy I'll, I'll say what what drives me crazy <laughs> is yeah. kids or youth that try something and don't succeed right away, mm-hmm. and then just give up. Mm-hmm. Uh, you're telling me you can't handle just a little bit of adversity mm-hmm. and, and drive through that? You're, you're going to have a tough life, mm-hmm. let me tell you. Right. You know, that's why they say fail is first attempt in learning. Mm-hmm. You know, mm-hmm. you you got you to gotta get through some adversity. Mm-hmm. You know, sometimes you gotta you don't realize how good you have it till mm-hmm. you realize how bad it can be mm-hmm. it, it's the same thing with learning it's the same thing with projects mm-hmm. you know you you gotta be down a little bit to appreciate being up mm-hmm. and kids are, are are so quick just to, to give up on their on their first fail mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. you know i i stress all the time to just keep trying mm-hmm. just keep going mm-hmm. yeah i feel like if you keep doing if you keep doing something even if you fail, like even if you get to a roadblock and you're like, dang, this this isn't good. This doesn't feel good. But you keep moving through that. You're going to find success within whatever it is that Absolutely. you're doing. And like I, I live my own life like that. Like I hit so many roadblocks with just trying to build this business and like try to build myself as, uh, you know, as a personal brand and as an educator. It's like I've. I'm hitting walls even right now as we speak. Like, you know, my phone was off for a week, and I'm like, oh, God, what? Did, I can't call no one. It sucked, you know. But I knew, like, you know what? Just keep, keep going, stay consistent, because consistency is key. You know what I mean? Um, and eventually things will work out. And my wife, she always reminds me. She's like, you know, because I, I get in my head a lot. You know, and I can, I could, I can kind of feel where where the students come from. Um, you know, because I'm, I'm like, man, I messed up again, or this happened again. And she said to me, she said, honey. Anytime something bad has ever happened, have you not gotten out of it in an even greater spot than you were before? And I'm like, mm. you know what? You're right. Mm. Yeah, I never thought about that, you know, because I was really, you know what I mean? So I can understand, but it's like, yo, I, we're telling you now, if you're watching this, listening to this, any young people, any people in general, if there's something that you want to do and you hit a roadblock or you, you, you feel like you're failing, don't stop. That's that is that is just the beginning. I always tell my dance students, I'm like, failure is is the is failure is one part of success. You know, failure those are the steps to success. The more you fail, the more you're gonna learn. The sharper you're gonna be, and the better you're better prepared you're gonna be for the next step. You know, and so I, I definitely 
Feel that for sure. Absolutely. 100. <laughs> All the kids said 100. 100. <laughs> but um, anywho, so I, I, I kind of want to um, get into just a few more questions. Um, can you talk? Oops, I kicked the mic. Um, memorable moments. You know, relationships are so important um, to the work that we do. Um, can you can you think of a moment that you had with one of your students that like, you know, just like made you so proud? Like you just like, yes, this is this is why it's worth it <laughs> for me to come here every day to get up every morning and, and continue to be on this grind. Because um, it, it's hard at being an educator, being an administrator in, in, in education is, is very difficult work, um, you know, program officer, whatever. Is there a moment that you had that was just like ah, refreshing? <laughs> take your time i'll wait <laughs> i'll go uh i had a, a kid that i taught um he graduated probably seven years ago mm -hmm. and uh this kid was just a pain in my butt every time he walked through the door i just cringed like ah he's here mm. <laughs> uh, you know and he actually he got arrested at the school mm -hmm. on his 16th birthday oh, no. uh, by his probation officer came picked him up oh, no. uh, he had some some uh, questionable items on him mm -hmm. and uh, he went to placement for I'm gonna say eight months mm -hmm. and then came back uh, end up graduating with phase four and then um, the moment that got me is uh, he actually sent me a, a message over Facebook mm -hmm. uh, when he completed his training to be in the Navy. Mm -hmm. So he's in the Navy now, Dope. still. And then, uh, you know, what kind of touched me is, you know, there's a Facebook thing going around, of, you know, who, in your opinion, who are the greatest teachers you ever had. Mm -hmm. And mm -hmm. he named me Dope. on there, uh, on his Facebook post. Dope. And, uh, you know, him and I, we, we loosely keep in touch still. Uh, but he was a kid that I I thought just had no hope, mm -hmm. and uh, boy did he prove me wrong, mm. and and I was very glad he proved me wrong. He, he's doing great for himself. Good, good mm. stuff. I know for me, um, I'd have to say, and there's been so many over the duration of time I've been working. Mm -hmm. um, I couldn't say one exact moment, but I can say. Uh, a moment of realization, mm -hmm. so to speak, um, when the youth finally achieves their goal. Mm. So, I mean, from writing a college rec to that kid getting into that college to being a mentor walk with them through college mm -hmm. to coming back home to going to grad school to getting the job that they always wanted to do mm. and being a high school teacher and then still coming back full circle and mentoring at the Teen Texan. Mm. You started off as a member. Right. And the next month, years later, you're still giving back because that's the culture that we create. Right. I mean, it's a village, and the one thing about the village is that you always gonna be in the village. Right, right. I mean, you may go off, you may do your own thing, but you know where roots are. Mm. And so, for me, anytime that happens, I'm like, bam, right, success. Like that's 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 what keeps me. I don't, don't want to say youthful because I got a skeezy. <laughs> He's right? got a skeezy. I'm <laughs> weak. Listen, <laughs> yes, that's what keeps me youthful. He's you know what I mean? Now, um, is to see that like all that underlying hard work that you put in with somebody um and it's not even like you try you're mm -hmm. just doing regular daily activities living life having conversations but mm -hmm. to see that those youth that get it mm -hmm. and that can still stay connected to us 
and come back around mm -hmm. as alumni and as mentors it's like that's that's memorable for me right, that's, that's like a beautiful thing man. Yeah. that's a beautiful thing that's that's like literally the the de definition of like success or like a, yeah. a, a the best turnaround you could possibly think <laughs> you know what yeah, I mean for right. something like that that's dope um I mean I feel like that would be any educator's dream like man you came through my program did yeah. all this extra stuff and now you're back here giving back to the same program that you were a part of um and, I, and that makes me think of like my story like being in a mentorship program that kind of helped me get my mind together and get my perspective right and then I'm like all right I'm gonna go to college and then I came to Pittsburgh and then I got my degree, and then I'm like, all right, I didn't get a job at Disney, now what? And then I remembered, first thing I thought of was that, pro it was called Fathers, the program led by Leonard Lane, uh, who was the executive director, who was my direct mentor. Mm. And I'm like, I want to do work like he, he did. I want to help out in the way that he helped me, you know, get through a lot of things. Because a lot of, you know, growing up was a lot of, you know, issues in the home um, and stuff like that. And things I didn't really understand at that age that just caused me to be really angry. And he kind of like pulled those things out you know to the surface helped me evaluate them and like process them and help me get beyond that those those issues and see like yo the grass is always greener and there's more that I can do and so I definitely um I feel that for sure um yeah wow Whew, deep anywho family if you're just now tuning in uh we have a very special um Aaron McKinnon and Joshua Stewart um, on the show, they represent the Best Buy Teen Tech Center at uh, Phase 4 Learning Center. Um, and we're getting right down to the end of our podcast here. I only have a few more questions for you guys. And, again, thank you so much for uh, giving me your time. I know it's late, and a lot of people are like, man, I got this Monday. I got to work, and I got to be up at 5. You know, so I appreciate y'all taking the time to be here with us. Um, and I just want to mention we got some cool collaborations coming up. I ain't going to talk about it too much. I want that to be a surprise. Uh, but be looking out because uh, Level Up Studios and the Best Buy Team Tech Center is collabing on a really big project. So we're really excited. But um, my next question, and I might make it like a two-part just so we can get – actually, no, I'm not because the, the last question is very important to me. So I guess the next question would be um, – I'll, I'll do the – I'll switch them around. So if, if a parent, a uh, potential teaching artist type or a volunteer or – student or teen is watching or listening to this podcast how can and they want to get involved in what it is that you're doing maybe they want to be in the uh, uh the employment program or they want to just come to the center or they want to work for you um or help volunteer to, with some of the kids how can they get in contact with you guys Where, what's your social media handles if you have them on hand or just a website that they can uh, reach out to you guys at all right um definitely get us on uh, instagram teen tech center pittsburgh um, you can come down to the center. Uh, we're located 5850 Center Ave, right next to Whole Foods. Mm -hmm. um, big windows. You see a lot of action going in, going on. Um, or you can go to the Phase Four site and hit the Best Buy Team Tech Center tab, and, that, and that link will take you to our webpage. Mm -hmm. oh, sweet, awesome. Okay. Um, now, last question, most important question, as you know, here at Level Up, um, we are all about the youth. You know, for me, especially underserved youth, youth of color um you know marginalized youth of any type really but um you know we're all about um being an inspiration and, and being a model of what it looks like you know when when you kind of uh you know get over the edge if that makes sense um and so i i really you know believe in in the work that my guests do um and you know i, I let me start over <laughs> so my question is if there's anybody watching you know, that is an aspiring artist, 
aspiring educator um, or just someone who just, you know, needs um, just some sort of hope? Like what advice um, would you give to that young person or, or that person who's like maybe not a young person, but just someone who wants to try something and do something and, and change the trajectory of their life? What advice would you give them? Uh, for me, I, I would say believe in yourself. Um, be your own advocate. Mm. You know, if, if you have a, a dream or you want to make a, a life change, it's got to start with the first step. Mm. You know, journey of a thousand miles starts with one step. Mm. You have to make that first step and you have to be persistent. Um, you can't just think about it one day and give it up the next. If you truly want something in life, you have to go get it. You know, no one's going to get it for you. You have to go get it. Mm. Just believe in yourself. You'll, you'll be just fine. Mm. Um, my advice would be follow your passion. Mm. All right. So, um, so a lot of times we get stuck in these jobs that, uh, you know, you got rent and bills and all that stuff like that. And it may not necessarily be something that you want to do and or, or that you're trying to find yourself. Um but what you do most is what you do best. Mm. You know what I mean? And so and it it really ain't hard to f- to find out what you're passionate about because mm-hmm. it's, it's what you like doing regardless if you're getting paid or not. You know, like I'm passionate about the work, working with young people. I'm passionate about um, <coughs> educating the youth and getting them involved in STEM activities. I'm passionate about putting kids on, mm. right? So if you can find your passion, um, th- you can find that that one thing that gets you up in the morning, mm-hmm. right? And if you go that route and follow that path, um, I'm not saying it's gonna be easy, but things will work out mm-hmm. because the universe got a way of just drawing things to you when you walk it in the in, mm-hmm. in the light you're supposed to. True. True. I just had a conversation with my boy Mikey. You, you met Mikey, our social media guy, and he was like, "Look, man," he was like, "God, God." If you're walking in that path and you're putting it out there, God's going to bless you. It, it might take time, but, like, it's it's almost impossible. Like, if especially if you just keep going, like, it's just going to happen. It's just like how – it's like that law of attraction, really. Um, and, and just to build upon what you guys were saying, um, one of the things that, like, I'm really big on is, like, helping people. So I would say, um, for me, advice-wise, it's, like, your passion plus helping people equals your purpose. Mm. And and that's that's really kind of how I, I look at it all. It's like find what you love, find a way to use that to help other people, and then you'll find purpose and meaning in it, you know. And I think uh, us three have done that, you know what I mean? Um, so definitely um, consider that, you know, when it comes to what it is you want to do. Um, and don't give up. That's no. it. <laughs> don't give up. Well, family, uh, this has been a great interview, guys. Thank you so much. Thank you. Um, Thank you. Great energy. Um, thank you everyone who has tuned in on our live. I don't think anyone was on my live. They don't like me no more, but they'll they'll watch it later. I'll bet you I'll get a couple shares. Um, if you guys can, please check us out, check out the team tech center, check out level up at leveluppgh.com. Uh, we're all doing great work here, um, in Pittsburgh and we, we definitely need your support. Um, and, and ways to support is just to, to share us with, um, people, you know, who might be interested in the work that we're doing. Um, you know, coming coming in if we're having events and things like that. Um, you know, we definitely appreciate all that. Um, but it is your boy, Mario Quinn. This was episode 31 of the Level Up podcast. Thank you again for tuning in. And uh, Aaron and Josh, thank you so much for being on the show, fellas. Thank appreciate you. you. Thank you. All right. Peace, appreciate family. We out. One, two,